this one time I had a dollar that I spent on a hat when I went into the sewer and hung out with a rat who had graduated summa cum laude from Tufts I can't remember if I told you about this one time I had a story that like our lives has no meaning or purpose that can be derived plus an added similarity to our lives there's a definite ending to this Bill Baxter here, uh, class of 1972, and something has occurred to me just a minute ago. In a not too far off tomorrow, I'm going to wake up with my arthritic fist knotted about my useless genitals, and by then, my dreams will be dust. Well, by then, I'll be dust, mostly. But until then, I'm carting around a ladder, a ladder I'll never use to please people I don't love for reasons. I don't fully understand because I'm a believer. I'm a believer and a fool, mostly. <clears throat> what kills me is the glimpses, the visions. I mean, I, mean, I, I want to drill new holes in my head for new eyes that are honest. They'll be sober and they'll show me where to go and where to set the ladder and who to care for. And I want new legs and a new mouth and new, new hands. Stronger hands. I want, a, I want a bird. A bird as large as a city. And I'll lay on its back and sing, lost in a confusion of freedom and feathers. It'll be just like now, only heartbreaking. And when I'm tired of my bird city, I'll throw myself on the iron clouds beneath us. And when I land, I'll be buried. I'll, I'll bury myself with my ladder because of gravity. And my children will grow old and... Uh, lovers will forget me, and the best of my dreams will remain unsung, and, and my muse will live on to tempt other tempteries. For now, my insides are still pink, and so I do the things that I think matter um, for people that love me, at least they say they do, because why would anyone lie about a thing like that? Uh, speaking of desire, I think maybe that I want a whale for Christmas. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna donate the whale or torture it or like anything like that. Um, mostly because it's unsanitary. At least that's what I hear. Uh, it seems a strange kind of thing to me. And I can't, while I'm on the subject, I can't ever justify uh, wearing. I hate the word, but I'm gonna say it. Wearing. Wearing tidy whiteies, I think that makes the whales angry. I'm not entirely sure about that, but I read him in a magazine once. I mean, I, so I didn't read the magazine exactly, uh, but a friend of mine who whose work I really admire read the magazine and told me for certain that it was something that could potentially be true. Um, and it's sort of a popular thing, so I don't want to go against it. You know, it's funny. Like, I'm already missing my whale, even though I never had one. Feels like a metaphor for something. Maybe like how I how I feel about my dad or why I can't sleep when it's raining. In the end, I, I really think it comes down to um you know the those those little combs. You know, the, the little ones you get just before like uh, class pictures and things like that. Those little useless pieces of plastic preparation. The classic act of passive aggressive non involvement. Full preparation, masquerading as sympathy. Was anybody ever fooled by those damn things? 
Did anyone think that the, the photographer really cared whether or not you look 2% better? Because that's at best what the, the cones could offer, 2%. Like, like chemically enhanced milk with all the life and fat sucked out of it. But I, you know, I, I knew better even then. And sure, I, I kept the cones and I drank the milk. But I waited and I watched carefully because before long, I knew I'd see a smile like mine in that crazy crowd. I'd mean run off together and eat cheesesteaks and fields of amber colored ivory wheat and we'd sing like gay custodians and engage in ruthless, indiscriminate high-fiving. And the clouds would come and we wouldn't care and our neighbors would dance and we would join them. And all the people who ever thought we'd change into something more or less would be disappointed because their souls are flat. And that's how it works here in Cincinnati. And we'll drink and we'll dream and we'll invent a, a million new curse words on the fly because that's what whales do. And that's who we are. I keep feeling like maybe that's the problem with the world now. I see everything so clearly, it feels like. And there was a time where um, my mom came by to babysit the whale, and she just seemed extra confused about, well, damn near everything, but mostly, mostly my card collections. And I wanted to say to her, Mom, this is living for me. This is what keeps the soup on. You know, I mean, as a metaphor, obviously. And she hugged me. And then invited me to polka, which, I mean, obviously, was the most moving thing. I, I didn't know how to say maybe to her, because I felt like that's what she needed to hear. So I did what I had to. I kicked her out of my house. And it was cold outside, but, like, isn't that the point, you know? This is, <laughs> how else do you build character? You know, you don't, you don't do it on beaches. You know, I said it to her from the window, and she threatened to call the police, which just seemed like the brill. I mean, she was on board, obviously. So I called the police. And at that moment, I was thinking a lot about ice cream, you know, the ice cream chubby hubby and the fact that it has salt in it and almost like too much salt. And I feel like that describes almost most, you know, most of my relationships, almost most of them, not, not most of them, but like close enough where it can be most. You know, that becomes a thing that's really tricky to kind of diagnose. It's like how much is most really, you think it's like, it's numerical, um, but it isn't, right? It's, it's not just, it's not easily quantifiable or when it's not quantifiable it's not easy qualifiable how much do i love my mom mostly right that's and that's i feel like that's an appropriate feeling yet there isn't a way to kind of situate it linguistically where like someone can get what i mean because they're all sitting there with their pads and pencils and trying to punch out the numbers now isn't that the human condition punching out numbers isn't that why we have brains because you know god wants us to be computers and i feel like that's why we think the world is ending because we've sort of taken God's mission, we've taken God's plan, God's purpose, and externalized it, and now we have computers that can be the things that God wanted us to be. Maybe that's why they're better at figuring things out than we are. Have you ever seen a human dating service that has done as well as something like, you know, any of those dating sites? No. And the dating sites aren't really doing anything but aggregating human death. And that's, that's sort of the point, isn't it? The aggregate? I mean, I think that's where I'm seeing most of my change coming from, is that. And that more than anything, describes, like, why I don't have, like, a stellar relationship with my mom. And she just doesn't get that part. She wants everything to be kind of creamy and congealed, like, like cold soup from a restaurant that we don't like that we brought home anyway because we didn't want to seem like we were being cheap. I don't know. I mean, how do you describe that to her, you know? How do you say, Mom, that ship has sailed. It's time to move on to New Horizons. I mean, it really, it just keeps coming back to the whale, doesn't it? She doesn't understand me, and I feel like 
No amount of symbolism is going to bring her around. What else am I supposed to do, Mom? I can't lay out your life predictions for you. It's just that's not who I am anymore. I've given up the power. I'm hoping that she can see her way clear to her her next true and pure sunset, you know? Otherwise, she's going to wake up like dust. And, and like, yeah, I know, that's inevitable, and that's what makes it beautiful. But maybe I want her to see the whale first. Maybe I want her to see it for what it is. Because that's what matters. Oh, crap, I think that's her calling. This one time. Tonight's Podcast Network.